Hey, this is Shark Boy. You may have seen me on TNA Wrestling. You're listening to the WNS podcast. Hell yeah. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. What? Shell, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm Tyler Bear. What? I'm Doug. What? And we welcome you to episode 316, if you didn't catch the references, of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. If you want to help us out paying those gimmicks they keep sitting in the mail called bills <laughs> going over to sherry's berries <laughs> uh if not i'll see your ass down the road <laughs> uh, we need to get in tight with sherry's berries yeah, they right. got some good strawberries Stone cold dude <laughs> uh the podcast is on twitter at wns podcast daniel's at wns underscore daniel and tyler's at tyler underscore Amber. you know the, the other day i was actually looking up um there was a video with Stone Cold. It was with, I guess Stone Cold was a GM for a day or whatever. I don't know. And CM Punk, he was part of Nexus. He oh, goes yeah. in there. He goes talk. He's talking to him. I and Stone Cold's asked him backwards. He's asked him questions, and CM Punk goes, "What?" And, he, and Stone you Cold, want a beer? Say, he's like, "What?" He goes, "You're you annoying me." He goes, "It's annoying, right?" He goes, "Yes, it's annoying." <laughs> Stone Cold said that <laughs> it is annoying. <laughs> Are you drunk right now? Can you even say the alphabet backwards? Well, I can whip your ass backwards. <laughs> Anyway, so welcome to the show. We've got a lot to talk about this week. We've got feedback Q&A. Um, we're going to talk some impact. We're going to talk Raw, SmackDown, Hot Topics, all that and more. Um, how you guys doing today? Doing all right. Yeah. Me and Doug are pumped about uh, Breath of the Wild. That's what we were talking about all the way up here. Yeah. And just right before this uh, started. Very cool. So pumped. It? Yeah, man. There's so many things going on and I want to explore now, you know, but I... Cannot. Including with chickens. With chickens. Testing things out with chickens. Yeah, he just showed us a video where here's a little helpful hint to people who play, who's playing the game. If you, there's like an enemy around and there's a chicken, hit the chicken a few times and I know that all those chickens attack you, but it will they will attack the enemy too. If they're within striking yeah. distance. Yeah. And they can kick the enemy's like ass pretty quickly. <laughs> Even that big giant we saw. So Yeah. So Doug, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty good, man. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Hanging in there. Yep. Good deal. You enjoying Breath of the Wild as well? Yeah, it's a good game, man. People should play that. I, I mean, look, no one, no one needs me to tell them play Breath of the Wild. I mean, that's everyone's saying play yeah. Breath of the Wild. And we're not sponsored by them. We're just. I need you to tell them. me so that I can justify buying a Switch to my wife. Uh, I just and... mean there are plenty of like <laughs> if you are into video games, there are plenty of other media outlets that are telling you how good Breath of the Wild is. People don't need me to tell them. <laughs> you don't need to come to a wrestling podcast to hear how good a video <laughs> game is, right? Uh, I mean, that hasn't, it doesn't hurt. It hasn't stopped us from talking about it the past couple of weeks. <laughs> I came to this wrestling podcast to talk of, to hear wrestling. I'm not wrestling. Dang it. To hear video games. I just messed that up. That's what you're supposed to good come turn. to a wrestling podcast to hear wrestling. Yes. And some side video games. Sure. Well, I mean, 
wrestling related video games. Sure. Whenever whenever I'm listening to podcasts and they mention something off topic that I also like, I'm always like, yeah, right on. That's great. <laughs> I mean, the the flip side of that is when they they start talking about shit that I don't care about. I'm like, hey, it's not what let's I get, came let's for. get back on topic kind of thing. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. come on, guys, back on topic. Um, back on topic of Breath of the Wild. We, have, we we might do this episode a little bit different than we normally do. I know we have a normal structure. I might try and change it up with uh, with just some of the topics that have broke over the past week. Uh, it has been an absolutely crazy week, um, and we want to start. You know, I hate starting the show on a downer, but uh, this was breaking news right before we went on the right on the air. Uh, or started recording the show. Uh, Jim Ross posted that unfortunately his wife Jan has passed away um, from the injuries she sustained from the uh, being struck by a vehicle. So I we did were, not know that. I knew she yeah. was in critical. She's been she's been in cri- critical condition for the past couple of days, uh, and Damn. probably about twenty minutes before you guys got here, um, it was announced that that she had passed. What? Um, I mean, that's. I mean, first of all, that's awful. Yeah, but. I'm uh I'm not exactly sure what happened. She was riding like a Vespa or something. Yeah, a Vespa. Yeah. For those who aren't familiar, it's sort of like a scooter, uh, a motor scooter. I mean, I know what a Vespa is. I just didn't know what happened. Exactly. Sure. Uh, she had she had apparently been struck by a vehicle uh, while riding it. Uh, wasn't wearing her helmet and uh, sustained multiple fractures yeah. to her skull. Um, and she had been in critical condition. And I know Jim Ross had been posting updates saying that if the swelling could go down in her brain, she'd be okay. Uh, but unfortunately, it was not the case. She was put on life support and uh, and passed away a little bit earlier this evening. So, uh, you how, know. Do you know how old she was? Uh, I do not. Uh, <laughs> not off the top of my head. Because especially, I, I know that, I mean, first of all, it sucks when anyone dies. I mm-hmm. Like, I... Like I'm not trying to say there is ever like a like good circumstances to die under, especially someone like myself who is like really afraid of dying. Yeah. But it sometimes helps me to know that like if people had like a good run, if I see someone made it to like their like 70s or 80s, it makes me feel <clears throat> not that I'm happy to see anyone go, but I, I can always be like they had they lived most of their life, they weren't gonna make it that much longer. It, not that everyone needs a spin put on it, but it may helps me feel less, I guess, bummed out about things. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. That makes any sense. And according to TMZ, she was 55. Okay, that's still pretty fucking young. Yeah. Uh, nothing, it, nothing would have been great if she had died in her 70s. Although, I don't know, riding a moped in your 70s sounds pretty rad, but yeah. uh, I don't know. It's just something that helps me, like... Cope. Yeah, I guess. And it's, I read that... You know, there's like a 17-year-old or something like that yeah. who hit her from behind. Yeah, that's that's got to be... In, incredibly tough so you know our, our thoughts are, are certainly with the Ross family tonight uh, they're also with the uh, the, the driver I, I highly doubt it was an intentional act of course of course um, or malicious so you know <coughs> the, 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 the fact that he is 17 the driver was 17 years old that's going to be a huge weight on that person's shoulders no matter how it's worded no matter how someone tries to help out that's that's something that's going to be on that person's mind for the rest of their life. So, uh, like you're supposed to. There's a certain like distance you're supposed to stop behind a motorcycle. There is, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I don't know the full details. I don't know if if the the 
Vespa was at a stop and got rear-ended. I don't know if maybe they were making a turn and someone didn't and they didn't stop. I don't, I don't know the situation, uh, unfortunately. But um, yeah, I don't either. It's just <clears throat> you know it's tragic to hear, and uh, you know I know Jim Ross is is deeply impacted by this. You never want to lose a loved one, of course, um, of course, man, especially your spouse. And you know it's I know the next few months are going to be incredibly tough. Uh, for Jr. because you know he he hosts the show he hosts these evenings with Jim Ross you know he's he's going to be in a very emotional state uh, for a while and I know he's got a system out there all of his friends all of his family who are going to be there to support him um, but if any of our listeners happen to be planning on going to one of his upcoming shows or something like that. Keep in mind, there might be some cancellations. There, he might not be up to talking, which yeah. you know, it's it's just one of those those tough times. And you know, he he's so beloved in the wrestling world that you know it it just breaks your heart to see him upset. And uh, you know, like like Doug mentioned, there's never a good time for anyone to go. So our our thoughts and our condolences are certainly with the uh, the Jim Ross family tonight but um you know the the show must go on and uh and we do have a lot to talk about we're going to uh we're going to start going by going into uh feedback then we'll go into some more of the uh the hot topics that that have been breaking over the course of the last week uh we'll start things off with james saying impact was kind of weird last week but i watch and keep up with it why don't they give the hardys the cody deal which would let him work to let them work other places and also an impact i believe that since the hardys have reinvigorated their career i don't believe the impact can afford them anymore mm-hmm. i suspect that they're on their way back to the wwe for a run yeah and that certainly has those rumors have certainly been flying lately uh with reports coming out that wwe have offered them a contract and it's being confirmed that there are they're at least in negotiations of talking about it. Um, I don't know how the um, stuff's going to go down now because, uh, what's it called? What's uh, the people that have Impact? What's their name? Anthem. Anthem. They're trying to fight to get the broken character leave it there. I mean, that'll well, suck if they have to drop the broken characters. And that's the thing. If WWE wants them to come back, they might have to do it anyways and just say, no, you're going back to the WWE Hardy Boys and just go from there because that's you know i don't know um i mean that's not gonna that's not gonna stop like a hot like after wrestlemania crowd from doing the fucking delete thing mm-hmm. just because they like are in the building you know yeah i know even if they're playing people. that up or not they're the crowd was gonna play into that mm-hmm. all right there there's a lot of people who i mean everyone will admit that this helped them you know reinvigorated their career and stuff like that but you know i also there were some people that you know that got old from that stuff did not get old for me i I like that you know outlandish stuff that delete teleport in different places (laughs) and stuff like that and just because it was something new it was something fresh how the stuff went down because i wish there was still part impact and still going with all that stuff and what else could they do you know what i mean yeah but I don't know. We will see how things will play out because they are still the ROH tag team champions, right? Yes. See, the thing about the 
them being an impact versus them being back in the Fed is you got to think that they are giving like a they are given a longer leash and impact to kind of look. I don't know the specifics of the situation, but the impression I got is they did whatever the fuck they wanted to do, and Impact just sort of (laughs) rolled with it because it was like the most popular thing on the show. Yeah, you got to admit. I mean, not admit. You got to anticipate that WWE is not going to give them as long of a leash. You know what I mean? No. They might get a new day treatment where sure, sure. You know, they're established guys, they can they know what they can and can't do. Right. Um But so. I just got the impression that they sort of did whatever the fuck they wanted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's gotta not be the case in the WWE, but Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it would be delightful. Celebration. Not saying that the if legally able the the WWE doesn't want them to be the characters that they are now. Just mm-hmm. saying that, you know, I don't, I, I don't think it's going to be like entirely hands off the way the impacts have felt. You know, you know, yeah. I'm going to take. We're taking on the spot monkeys and the hillbillies. <laughs> um, next bit of feedback that we have is from Ace McSpade saying, "I love the Undertaker, but I sincerely hope he retires and never wrestles again. He's old as fuck, and WrestleMania is long enough uh, without him." Every damn year, another shitty Undertaker match at WrestleMania, and it's becoming ridiculous. I can't be the only one over the dead man at this point. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> it's hard for me to say I'm like quote unquote over him because I associate. I mean, the feelings that I associate with being like over someone is from like <coughs> overexposure. Like I see them too much, and it's hard for me to be quote unquote over the Undertaker when I rarely see him. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I, I don't get it. I'm not excited that he's back, or I'm not excited for that Taker match at Mania. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, it's been the past two or three have been sort of duds, but up until that point, he was still having good matches regularly. Yeah. Even if he's only wrestling once a year. I mean, the Brock match was not good. The Bray match, or what? Okay. Who did he wrestle after Bra- uh, Brock? It was a Bray the next year? Yeah. <clears throat> and then yeah. that was last year, right? No, 32 was against Shane. That's right. Okay, that... The Shane thing, I, <coughs> there was... It's hard to call the Shane thing a match. You know, yeah. it, it's it was more of like a Spectacle. segment with a with a spot in it <laughs> with a giant cage. <laughs> but I'd grant you that I wasn't into the Brock or the Bray match. So okay, but I think it's fair to say the past three have been meh or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, even the Triple H matches were were a good. You know, as as far back as like the matches with Sean, those both both those matches were excellent. Yeah, and that was just what like maybe five or six years ago. Twenty five, yeah, yeah. So, so three. Yeah, I would grant you the last three have been sort of meh. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's enough to justify feelings of, okay, I'm over it, you know? I think if if they had ended everything at the end of the era, you know, match with Triple H, that would have been a fine farewell. Uh, I think once the streak was ended, that would have been a fine farewell. Right. Uh, there have been numerous times where it's like, okay, this could have been the time. Like a poetic ending. Yeah, or- pass the torch to Bray Wyatt. You know, the Shane match didn't really need to happen because, especially knowing now what we know, especially the, the fact since that, they went back on the stipulation. Yeah, the consequences had no effect whatsoever. Um, you know, there was no reason to have that match. It was just to have it. 
So now they're doing what we had talked about back at, what was it, WrestleMania 29, where we're saying, give a guy, like, build up a guy like Roman Reigns, have him be the one to beat the streak and establish himself as the new guy. Instead, it went to Brock Lesnar, but now they're probably going to have. You know, Roman Reigns be the new top dog and or the big dog, and it's his yard now. And I would argue that, in retrospect, that the streak didn't do a whole lot for Brock Lesnar that he wasn't going to do for himself already. Yeah. How much more would it have done for Roman Reigns? Like, if he had gone in and beaten The Undertaker, beaten the streak, then became like a full-fledged heel. Be like, yeah, that's right. I beat The Undertaker. So what? Moving on. Like, that would have gotten... If he would have come in and... The, the night after Mania, the Raw after Mania, and had that type of attitude, my God, like he would have been like ultra heel for years. Yeah, I mean, it definitely loses impact once once the lesson has already beat him. So. Mm-hmm. And so now there's talk that um, this, this one will be The Undertaker's final match. Like this will be his farewell. Will, we, will it be? Not sure yet. People have been saying that for years. Um, but yeah, but thank you, Ace McSpade. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> this next one is from Kick We Butt. I think I'm saying that right. Oh, K- butts. That's right. Is it Kiwi or Kick It's K I K W E. Kick We. Okay. Kick We Butt. Um, saying, how crazy is it that we have AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Austin Aries, Bobby Roode, hell, even Shane McMahon is back. Watching SmackDown last week and enjoying it so much reminded me of what WWE was in 2013. The dark ages of the authority, 15-minute openers, Daniel Bryan being screwed every week, the unenthusiastic Randy Orton, cringy Cena promos. Fast forward to now, we're debating if Nakamura should face Samoa Joe on Raw or AJ Styles on SmackDown. Boys, we made it. I mean, I would argue in a lot of ways that the authority stuff is... It's coming back. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even say back. I, I don't think it went away. Yeah. They just... Like, Triple H went away. Mm-hmm. But Stephanie sort of carried that torch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it may not be Brian, but it's still the same old like stuff with her every week. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's just Foley right now, which is, I guess ever so slightly different because he's not an actual competitor, but yeah, I mean, cool, man, dude, be excited. Or I say, dude, I don't know if Kickway <laughs> is a man or a woman, but you know, be excited for fucking whatever. You don't even yeah, need mm-hmm. You don't need us to even agree or disagree with you. Like fucking, if you're fucking stoked on shit, you're stoked on shit. Yeah. It's all good. I mean, if you're, if you're strictly a WWE fan and you never heard of some of these guys before, like Samoa Joe or Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, you might not be as excited, but if someone who's, you know, for example, Doug, you followed Japan for a long time, so when the name Shinsuke Nakamura got brought up, we were like, "Hey, who is this?" And you're like, "Dude, let me tell you." So to have the the ensemble of talent that they have in their rosters, I mean, that's got that's got to be a cool feeling. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're. I mean, it's hard to say exactly because. Even with, it's hard, it's hard to argue just like potential versus like execution. But I mean, I think if you look just like on paper, like this may be one of the most talented, like as a whole, the rosters ever. Mm-hmm. 
Now, your mileage may vary if you're satisfied with the performance of these people or or the direction that they're given. But yeah. if you could just look at what like potential on paper, I think it's got to be one of the more like talented rosters. Like, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean it's it's you know. I just think it's crazy. Like, if you would have gone back three years and told me all of these stars were going to be in yep. the WWE, like, I still feel that all way. These stars, yeah. All these stars and Bobby Roode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just... It's, Money! It's, yeah, you know, I got you know, to elbow some people in the ribs over Bobby That's Roode. right. They had beer, but he left. They now have money. That's right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you think back three, four, five years ago to all of the people who weren't in there, if they would, if someone would have looked at you five years ago and said, "Dude, Samoa Joe, Austin Aries, they're going to be in there. AJ Styles, he's going to be the champion." You're like, like, "No, nah, shut the hell no up! No way that the WWE would bring in someone from a different company and make them the champion. No way that's happening." Yeah, and sure enough, it happened. Yeah, I mean, you got Bobby Roode NXT champion. You got AJ Styles, who's been the world champion. It's it's crazy times. Well, for a while we talked about. For more than a while, for yeah. a very long time, we talked about their inability to make new stars, and it's almost like they said, "Fuck it, we'll just bring new stars in <laughs> instead of yeah. like, making mm-hmm. new stars." I mean, they're to an extent they're making Braun a star. I mean, not even to an extent Braun will be a star; he's yeah. on his way. I mean, Definitely. Roman. I mean, those are yeah, those are pro- there are people that are projects, but to a larger extent, they just said, "Well, we'll just bring some people who already they've uh, possess what we're looking for in." Felt attempts like because I know with I don't know what you would call this show but tough enough all those people who's ever gone through there they've had some success with some people sure. but a lot of them how many uh, seasons were oh we brought this person in they released them like yeah. almost well what it is is the winners of the show rarely make it you know it's the people who attended it you know your Rybacks your Miz John Morrison uh, you know some of the other Maven. stars that were in there yeah Maven. I mean, he was there for years, uh, for a little bit, yeah, for a short for a short stint. But uh, it's just you know, it's just crazy to see all all that talent. Um, so that'll be the new nickname for what was that person's name? Kickwee Butt. Kickwee. So your new little thing is all uh, butts. Kickwee. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, next bit of feedback we oh, have. Oh, I just want to. I just want to note. Before we get too far away from that, the tough enough gave his camera, and so he's step right the fuck off. <laughs> all Count those, it, ref. All those people who thought it was real funny and cute to make fun of her over the Alicia Fox Molina being your favorite match. Look where, <laughs> look where she is now. Where is she now? That's sort of the joke. I'm making. <laughs> I do. I honestly do like Cameron though, but yeah, you don't uh, like her. You like her boyfriend. <laughs> I like Cameron. I like Vinny. <laughs> I miss Vinny. Tyler likes Vinny. Uh, There's nothing wrong with Cameron. <laughs> Next bit of feedback we have is from Rosewood saying, Hey guys, awesome show. As far as gender goes, I believe he was on the juice while he was away from the WWE, but as a whole, the guy spends a lot of time training. I have seen that a drastic drop in body fat while eating a decent amount of carbs in your diet can give you a much more vascular look without being on any type of steroids. I do have a question. Do you think Roman will turn heel against The Undertaker? I really hope he does, but my gut says he will stay a babyface, beat Taker clean, and Taker will shake his hand after the match because Vince believes if a crowd favorite like Roman uh, likes Roman, everyone 
will believe that worked so good for The Rock during the Rumble in 2015. What do you guys think? Awesome show, guys. With my new job, I'm driving really late at night for a few hours, and I have to thank you guys for keeping me awake at the wheel during those late nights. God bless. God, you're relying on us. <laughs> Surprise, you're not, we're not putting your ass to yeah. sleep. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Don't fall asleep. Wake up! Uh, first of all, like I'm going to... Um, <laughs> I'm going to leave it to Rosewood because I don't know anything about working out, anything about steroids, <laughs> anything about muscles, anything about, I don't know. Healthy I, diets. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about any of that shit. <laughs> what I do know is those veins look fucking nasty. <laughs> yes, they do. I'm sorry. They like, look I, so bad. I get that like uh, attractiveness and beauty is a subjective thing, and maybe some people are really into that veiny thing, but God, that to me, that looks gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> What's so weird when I was working out and stuff, like I would notice, like there's like veins. On He's top popping. Of my arm. He's popping. Look at that. Look at the arm. It's popping. Yeah, that's that's so different than what Jinder Mahal looks like. Oh no, yeah, that's that's way. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that means. Hey man, like, you got veins on veins. That dude is a vein with a face right now. <laughs> man, he is so vain. Bay thinks this song is about it. Oh, I see what you did there. I don't like you. Yes, but I, so I, vain. I don't like you, but I see what you did. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. Um, uh, as far as Roman goes, uh, a heel turn is the babyface turn that Roman needs. Yes, and it's the and it's the babyface turn that he's going to get. The crowd's um, already booing him. Let's just get the rest of them. He's going to go heel. People are going to flip on him immediately, and I mean within weeks. I like him. Not, I'm saying within weeks, if not the night that it happens. The heel turn that Roman's going to get is the babyface turn that he needs. As soon as they flip him heel, he's going to... Bizarre I'm not making world, a joke. Huh? I'm not making a I'm joke. Not, no, I mean, that's true. I mean, I'm laughing because it's true. true. Yeah. Yeah. When he goes heel, people are going to fucking like, flip on him, and that's he's going to get babyface pops from then on out. You mark my fucking words. Write it down. It's going Bad to guys happen. are the new cool thing. He's so cool. He's so edgy. He's so yeah. badass. Whoa, man. So I think... Whoa, man. I think he's going, quote unquote, going heel, but he's going to get baby fist reactions as soon as he does it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've talked about it uh, the past couple of weeks. I, I think he's got to turn heel. That's, you know. But in doing so, he's going to be de facto... He's going to be the baby face they wanted him to be as soon as they turned him ill. Yeah. So, thank you so much, uh, Rosewood. Drive safe, please, for the love of God. Uh, and <laughs> Listen to my voice. <laughs> follow my voice. My soothing voice. Don't follow As you drive down the road. Look out for that truck! Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So, thank you for that. Uh, I want to talk... About some of the the breaking news, this, the stuff that happened over the course of the last week before we get into Raw and SmackDown, because holy crap, what a week it's been! Um, the 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 most recent thing that is broken is that WWE is in talks to possibly purchase Ring of Honor. Uh, this broke probably two hours before the show, before we started recording this. I'm so. I'm embarrassingly out of the loop over the past few weeks just because of work, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. So please enlighten me. What's happening? From This is only from my understanding of what I've okay. seen on, on WrestlingNewsSource.com. Uh, talks have apparently been going on since January, uh, and the idea is to purchase Ring of Honor, have full control of it, and then air it on the WWE Network. 
So they would purchase so, the company, get the library, continue the product, and air like it on I'm, the network. Like what they were talking about doing with like Evolve and like all those other companies. Mm-hmm. Are you like, is it just me or is it like I'm starting to get uncomfortable? You know, with like, that's cool that they're bringing. They're starting like to monopolize. Stuff. Yeah. And they are. Uh, or is it going to be like the WWN? Like, don't get me wrong. Where it's ROH, one company, but they have multiple companies as an umbrella. Talent, but in my opinion, I don't think they're as good as it once was when I used to like really be into it. They can't. They can't keep any of their talent like yeah. happy. Any any of their talent that's like young and has a future is gone or on their way out. Mm-hmm. That's why so, people like all due respect to Christopher Daniels. He is an important guy in independent wrestling history, but he's old and is not the focus of your company. He should not be your 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 champion. So that's why guys like him are fucking, you know, because anybody with any youth and any talent is fucking on their way out mm-hmm. or gone. But I think to a large extent they already are a monopoly. Like to. To a large portion of the world, like they are wrestling, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, so I mean, I think you'd argue to a certain extent they're already a monopoly. I think it's scarier that so many of smaller companies are getting ready to fall in line for them, though. Mm-hmm. Where I, I would like at least uh, you know a handful of them like chunking the fucking middle finger and be like, we're going to do our own shit. Like this is like nuts. I, Just think about like okay. I think that's vital to the survival of like pro wrestling because all empires fall right so like uh i'm not saying that's going to be tomorrow or even in 20 years but what i am saying is like especially for the sake of variety it's important that people not everyone falls in line with this shit Mm -hmm. i I hope some people are out there willing to fight the good fight like i don't don't i was pumped about you know like we said aj styles all those guys and stuff eventually went over there but now it's like they're picking up like the um, maybe like the hot okay the hot talent in indies, but also like some of the older ones that you know, like you know they the they, more seasoned Chris veterans, hero, yeah, stuff like that. But now it's like guys like Hero are guys who who need to have already been there. Yeah, that's true. He's done it. He's done it all that he can do, tw- and he's done it all twice. I mean, like he's that kind of guy who's been everywhere and done everything. There's nothing left for him to do anywhere but the WWE. It's, you know? it's nuts if you really think. I about mean, maybe like the- maybe a big run in it. He was he was like sort of well respected in Noah as like a gaijin guy, but he never got like a huge run in Japan as like a main singles guy in Japan. But other than that, there's nothing that he hasn't yeah. done anywhere else. So like <clears throat> he has nothing to prove other than to that he can be a big star of the WWE. Like we knew. Well, I'm talking like, about is these younger guys like in these 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 companies like getting ready to fall in line. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little scary. Um, so we we knew that WWE has like always been like a juggernaut mm-hmm. company, but just think, just think. Okay, back in the day, they beat their competition. Yeah. they beat WCW, ECW. They took them over, yep. and later on, then you know, the Indies are popping up, and we we knew that you know stuff like WrestleMania and stuff like that. That must have got under Vince's skin that they're doing stuff in the same town for like WrestleMania. Now, like, they're just like hooking up with the stuff and they're eventually trying to take over that shit too. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's nuts if you think about it. Yeah. And I don't know that it got under a skin. I think it's just they see it as business as usual. Like, it's like it's a business opportunity. This is what we do. We, 
It's like, why should they it's come banned. here? Why should they follow us and make their own money? Why don't we buy them and then they make money for us? Still nuts. So that's that's one thing that kind of pops in my head. Do you think this could be uh, a WWE umbrella with territories? Like you've got NXT in Florida, you've got Ring of Honor on the East Coast. You know, maybe they pick up someone on the West Coast to to do you their mean, stuff. Like, you mean you mean to say WWE is the present day NWA with like yeah, it's a governing body with yeah. like it's like you guys will will do your own shows. You'll raise <laughs> your own talent, and when we come calling, we get first dibs. Well, you know, I think they're going to have and are going to exert more control than the NWA could like over individual territories. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because with the, the thing with the territories, like the thing with the NWA is there wasn't like a, once you're, you're fucking champ. It's not like once Ric Flair became the biggest thing, they're like, okay, we're taking Ric Flair now. Yeah. Like Ric Flair still worked his fucking territories. I mean, yeah. he, he became NWA champ and he would, circle the the territories he would visit them all mm-hmm. but it's not like they took him off the fucking smaller circuit to, to like he he may have c- circulated more but he didn't like get taken away you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like a different thing sure i mean like each each promotion will keep their talent but every every so often they'll say okay who do you, who have you mix got it up. mix can, it up yeah let's mix it up who have you got who can who can we bring up who can we send over here something along those lines I mean, I don't think it's out of the question. I think it's, I think more likely than that is they are going to like employ the other companies as like satellite companies where sure. they're going like, for instance, Evolve is going to appear to run under its own thing, but really behind the scenes, if WWE says, this is how we want you to do things, mm-hmm. this is how they're going to do things. I think it's more likely that they're going to like shadow government, like the, like the, yeah. you know what I mean? The entire, it's like, well, we won't mention you, but you know who I don't runs know the place. if you've seen the, the packages for WrestleMania, the shows and stuff that's going on. Uh, uh-uh. um, they're including NXT WrestleMania access and some of the UK promotions hmm. are coming down. That's part like of the, some of the people access- who are in the UK tournament. Yeah, like that. They took some from the um, yeah. their organizations. Their organizations are part of the the WWE. Mm. Like, what was some of it? Was it Progress? Yeah, and something else. There's two other ones that are included in the WrestleMania package. Yeah, because mm. they're gonna have their own shows. And so I'm like, oh shit, because I I understood because they worked with them to do the UK tournament, but now it's just dang man. Yeah. I mean, I just think with the success of NXT, with the success of the Cruiserweight Classic, with the success of the UK tournament, they're sort of going, okay, uh, that's that worked. We brought in talent that maybe the whole populace hasn't heard of, and we've made a few stars from it. And you know, we've gotten their name recognition, and let's see what else we can do. I mean, I think it's a bit of a stretch to say we made stars from it. What I well, think, what I think they've accomplished in it is. Do you remember last week when we were talking about, like, it's not that they're going after a specific audience. It's that they're trying to excite different sure. parts of the audience with different things. But I think they were able to accomplish it with these, with NXT and 205 Live and the Cruiserweight Classic and the Future Women's Tournament and whatever else they're going to fucking mm-hmm. do to this in this <laughs> vein. 
see what I did there. I brought it back to veins. Um, <coughs> anything else you're going to do in this vein is more to excite a specific demographic of the fan base, like sure. people more like us, people who are willing to res- like listen to wrestling podcasts. So it's not that they made anyone in particular a huge star. It's more that they use those guys to excite a portion of the fan base that was feeling underappreciated or underloved or mm-hmm. under catered to, or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that it's, makes, yeah, I, yeah, I completely agree because it's one of those things where people were talking about the cruiserweight classic. People were talking <laughs> about the UK tournament, you know, it's, but people like us were talking about it. Exactly. So it shows that there was that hunger. The, the, the fans wanted something from the, from the network. So if they bring in a show like Ring of Honor or Evolve or Progress, you know, the the fans who want to watch it will have a place to go and watch it as opposed to, well, it comes on TV at, you know, 1230 at night on Sunday for me to watch it. You know, yeah. And I mean, and I mean, we do live in an era where we have DVRs and stuff like that, but there are those who still don't have it uh, or it sits in their DVR. They never get around to it with the network. You can go on there and watch it anytime. Yeah, yeah and the people that that's going to excite are going to get excited. Mm-hmm. And the portion of the fan base who is fine with Raw and SmackDown are never going to know who those people are, even though they're under the WWE umbrella, yep. until they're doing job matches on Raw and SmackDown, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, just, I think it's just more supporting evidence to what we're talking about in terms of it's not that they're looking for any particular audience. It's that they're looking for every possible audience. Mm-hmm. It, you know, so they can be like, "Oh, you want to watch this kind of match? Boom, there it is. Oh, you like these particular stars? Boom, there they not are." Not just that. It's like you are you the type of fan who is interested in following this one thing that we have on TV mm-hmm. every week? Boom, we got we've got <laughs> we have structured our company in a way to where you can be that type of fan, and we have programming directly targeted to the type of fan you want to be. Yeah. At your service. Is that is Raw and SmackDown not enough for you? We can service that type of fan as well. Mm-hmm. You need supplemental um you know uh you know I can't do words right now. <laughs> you need like you need more is that not enough for you? Well, are you not entertained? We can also cater to you as a fan, you know. Don't want to watch Raw? Watch the WWE network where we've got this program running. Whatever. You know, uh, I don't know how you know what they're doing with the evolve if they're like you know shadow running it or they just drop in every now and then. Mm-hmm. But you know, like we've seen, like it's a completely different thing than WWE and stuff like that. And just I don't know, man. It's a whole it's, other world. Yeah, it's freaking awesome. And they've, I mean, they've expanded so much, <clears throat> so rapidly in the last couple of years you know we're taking over the whole universe uh if you want to see <laughs> wwe in your town cho- check your local uh uh wrestling show yeah what uh hurricane pro wrestling is now under the wwe umbrella i mean i'm just yeah being ridiculous it's where it could be one day you never know that does sound ridiculous <laughs> or does it yeah it does that sounds pretty ridiculous uh <laughs> no offense to our friends over at Hurricane Pro. Just you know, the small little small little starters and the small places wrestling promotions. Um 
before we get into the more serious stuff, let's talk about something that was fun. Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Like, okay, so we get like a, a tease like a few days before it's released. And yeah. Like, what the hell is this shit? They didn't promote it on Raw. They didn't promote it on SmackDown. It's something that popped up on Facebook on like a Wednesday saying, hey, oh, sh- airing oh. this Friday on the network, we're going to be releasing Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Which I'm fine with it. It's I've yeah. only saw two episodes, but it's pretty funny. There's only like four or five total, but... God, release more of that shit. Release more Four. of it. Four? Yeah. <coughs> Doug, you got to see them all. I did. What did you think? I thought it was cute. Yeah. I mean, I think that I like that they tried this more than I actually liked it. I mean, I yeah. thought it, I thought it was fine. Like, I don't... I'm not, like... I'm Lance Catamaran. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I thought it was cute. I don't think... Some people, I think, enjoyed it, like, more than I did. Mm-hmm. But this is the type of thing that I like to see them trying. I got the impression that the the whole thing was just a fucking like really elaborate commercial for KFC because not only yes. did they not yeah. only did they do it before they do the plug before, but they did the Ric Flair quote unquote impersonator <laughs> thing. To me, Woo! it was this like is definitely not Ric Flair. <laughs> to me, it was like KFC gave a bunch of money it. and they were like, "We'll give you a really good commercial for this." Or yeah. something. you know what I mean. Um, I like that they did it. I thought it was cute. I don't think it was like this mind blowing fucking thing that they did. I thought it was cute. They did some yeah. clever jokes, like some guys <laughs> that you didn't expect to act funny acted funny, and mm-hmm. it was cool. Uh, they had fun. Yeah, it that's. Was cool. I mean, you could see the fun that they were having doing that. Yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> like, okay, seriously, let me hold the mic. You're not going to hold the mic. <laughs> see, I thought that was a good joke because the the the, the joke was that he's fucking like charismaless and that like the guy on the mic was trying to like direct him through like his promo. <laughs> you don't need to grab the mic. It's okay. Because he was like, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, look, they let they they let Gallows be Sex Ferguson for once, and like. <laughs> I think people like I think people like him more as Sex Ferguson than yes I know it was Tex but his like his fucking thing is the Sex Ferguson he's mm-hmm. been doing it for years but uh, I think people like him more as that than like the I think I'm a ass kicker that says nerds a lot you know nerds I think if they let him be Sex Ferguson he'd be like more over with people oh yeah but, be uh, over with the crowd I mean he doesn't have to be called Sex Ferguson but like just let him be that fucking carny like <coughs> guy that you know. Yeah, I was gonna say Luke and like uh, Anderson, they both like doing like you yeah know, goofy characters like that. I mean, before before they <coughs> got signed, they were doing their own podcast on uh, I think it was on MLW, mm. but uh, and this is ba- it was basically them doing that shit, just fucking like goofing off, <laughs> and that's why people. It wasn't because people thought they were like elite workers; they were just like, oh, those are the guys who do the funny thing. That's why we like them. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, I don't know. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it, I, I the think first episode cool. was really fun because it's like, okay, who's playing who? Like, obviously, you can right. pick out. The, oh, for the, the a while, Cena. I did not know who was next to Cena. I did not yeah. know it was Fandango. I was oh, like, who yeah. the hell is that? <laughs> it was great. It was uh, what was it? Oh, when it when Ch- he, Cheddarfield. Yeah, when he would wake up, he goes, "Oh man, he's a dick," or whatever. <laughs> he said they bleeped <laughs> him out. Well, see what I what? I, okay, look. I like that they did this. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great, but what I but what I think the important not the important lesson, but what I hope they take away from this is like 
this is the type of things people would like enjoy to see them try, you know, mm-hmm. instead of like, I don't know, what is what is a bad network show that they do? Oh, um, I can't even think of any of that. I mean, I know that I know them all, but I can't. Think it will of come to my head. What like swer- swerved or like something like? Yeah. I think people people would rather see something like this than a swerved. I think if yeah. that's the lesson, I hope that they learn. Camp WWE and yeah. I mean, I only watched like one or two episodes of that, and I I wasn't it wasn't gripping me, but like for whatever reason, the the Southpaw regional wrestling it held my attention i was cracking up laughing at at some of the jokes and um you know like doug said like doug said you know it wasn't amazing but it was really enjoyable yeah it was it was a fun little thing they did there were jokes in there that landed there were some that i was like okay yeah but i mean never say it's welcome it's just a cute little thing and we're like that was fun you know yeah it was, it's only four episodes. Each episode is like, like five six minutes. Yeah, or something. five or six minutes. It's worth checking out. You can watch them all in thirty minutes. It's, yeah, it's it, it's a quick setting. Um, you know, Rusev got to have fun. Gallows and Anderson got to have fun. You know, Fandango had fun. Yeah, you can tell Jericho was having fun as well. It was just, it's worth checking out at least once. Yeah, I mean, I just think- to say you saw it. <clears throat> I think it's cool. I hope they do more stuff like that yeah. in the future. Even even Cena flipping out uh, when he was like, are you serious? Like, we've been promoting this for months and not one of y'all caught that there's not no leap year this, no year. Leap year this year. Are y'all kidding me? Like, Lethal leap year. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who knows? Maybe we'll see uh, Lethal Leap Year appear on the uh, WWE Network one day. They'll, they'll have that that pay-per-view. Um, we only have this pay-per-view ever four years or whatever. Yeah. Um, want to talk to some about uh, something that happened over the over the past week uh, in a more serious tone. That is the uh, phone hacking scandals that took place. Um, for those of you who haven't heard, unfortunately, um, a number of the female superstars in the wrestling world have had photographs and all of that leaked. Um, Again, I'm out of the loop. So is it more than Paige and them? Yeah, there was uh, Paige, Caitlin, <clears throat> uh, Maria, uh, Canellis, and uh, supposedly Summer Ray. Wait, wait, so those people just go out of their way just to hack this? They hack into their iCloud accounts, their iPhones, and all that, and see what they can come up with. And unfortunately, there were a couple of cases where it did. Can they? Okay. So they hacked into the iCloud. So could they hack it like in your phone or whatever, even if you have the SD card and get the stuff out of the SD card? If it's stored in a cloud system, that's where they're getting it from. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I don't do cloud stuff. Yeah. I mean, if it's on your phone, I don't, I can't personally say that it's possible or not because I don't know. I don't know, man. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. But <laughs> all I know is that there were some uh, less than favorable photos. To uh, a younger demographic, more of the adult minds. Like what? Um, well, I'm not going to go into details. I'll just say they're compromising photos and videos um, featuring uh, Paige and her then boyfriend Brad Maddox, and also hey. Xavier Woods. They're playing video games naked. You could say that. I mean, look, I'll talk about it. I'm not. I don't think it's something we need to shy away from. I yeah, because I don't think. 
no no one like no one did anything wrong that none of the people who had like stuff uh, the like, people who took the photos yeah, and nobody, all that, they're, they're not in the wrong. Yeah, those are not the people in the wrong. Like, look, we live in a day and age where people like sext and like take pictures and like send them back and forth <clears throat> to each other. That's nothing new. Actually. Yeah, no. Ever, There's just a way for people to see it faster now. Yeah, people, everyone <laughs> does it. All people do it. There's nothing wrong with doing that. I know some people are going to be like, well, you had to, if you didn't want it to get out there, then you shouldn't. No, that's it's not on. That's those, not a good enough argument. Yeah, that's not a good argument. That's not. People are well within their right to take whatever types of pictures that they want of themselves, mm-hmm. and you know that's. They didn't. It's not like they put them out themselves. Like I, if I yeah. want to take fucking naked, if I want to take fucking pictures of my dick all day long, and keep them in my phone. I, this sounds silly because. It's an example. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tyler's is like smirking. Sorry. I know. I know. Sorry. I know it sounds stupid. Tyler's from- a child. I won't laugh. I no, won't no, 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 no. You can laugh because it is ridiculous that I'm saying like if I want to take pictures of my dick along. Because he already has like 2,000 pictures yeah. of his dick on his phone. Yeah. I've got, I got them. You guys want to see. Just let me know. Um, <laughs> no, I'll let Tyler hack in your phone because that way he can see it on his look, own Look, if I take if I take a bunch of pictures of my dick or like myself naked or whatever and like that's- your butt cheeks. If I'm just like, yo, if I, if I think I'm looking fucking fine that day and like I'm just- Want to take some pictures of myself? Tyler is dying at me talking about this. Look, Tyler, I know it's far fetched. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know it's comical that that that. I'm a little kid. Would it okay? be better if I were talking about my dick instead of Doug's? I dick? was still laughing. <laughs> if anyone's talking about their dick, I would laugh. I'm sorry. I'm no, weird. it's fine. It's fine. It's not even a big deal. I'm just joking. It's the human body, Tyler. I'm just. God. It's, it's just me looking Freaking over there, adult. seeing you dying, as like fucking with me. But, like, look, if I just want to take pictures of myself, that's my fucking business to have whatever yeah. pictures I want. If I take pictures of myself to fucking send to someone else, that's mine and their business. It's no yeah. one else's. If you take my pictures that I intended for myself <laughs> and for someone else, mm-hmm. even if I took pictures for me, for myself, and 50 other people to see, if you're not one of the 50 other people that I intended to see, that's not your fucking business. Yeah. And same thing with sex, like, Everyone has it. Everyone has sex. Some people... We are products of sex. Yes. (laughs) Some people are into taping themselves have sex. That's their fucking business. Three adults... Three legal adults had consensual sex. That's their fucking business. They didn't do anything wrong. Like, if that tape was just for them to see, to be like, yo... We had some good sex. We had some good sex. Check out our fucking sex. We did the sex good. That was their business. (laughs) And whoever they intended to watch it, but if you if they did not intend for you to watch it and you took yeah. it on your own, you're the one in the fucking wrong. It, you cannot say people are in the wrong because they should have known that that would have got out. No, that's not your fuck. They shouldn't have to worry about that. That's yeah. not yeah. that's not how things work. That's here's, you're in the wrong. No. Here's here's the perfect example of when it is okay to look at someone naked and when it is wrong to look at someone naked. And I'll give you one of the persons who had their phone hacked this past week, Maria Canellis. Mm-hmm. A couple years back, she posed for Playboy. Mm-hmm. That was a consensual decision to have her photo <coughs> taken to be distributed to the masses. Yep. So at that point in time, she was okay with it for those photos. In this instance, she took private photos in her own home or apartment, wherever she was. She might have sent them to someone. She might have just held on to them and be like, damn, I look good. Someone hacked into her phone and shared that without her consent. That's, that's when it's wrong. That's a good example. It's it's 
she was not in the wrong for taking the photos. She you know made she made the choice to take the photos. She decided <clears throat> if she wanted to share them, then she did. If she did not, then she didn't. You know what's uh, crazy? And when I uh, learned about um, cyber attacks and stuff like that, they're really hard to trace. They are hard to trace, and that's that's becoming more and more of a problem for the celebrities who you know. Like I I don't want to go as far as to say like this isn't news and people shouldn't be. I think it's human nature to be curious. Like it's, I think it's human nature to be curious. Like, Oh, who's fucking who? Who's they? Like, I think yeah. all that stuff is like natural. Like I am, if I'm being honest with you, I'm like, Oh word, those people are together or word. Those people had sex. Oh, I mean, I want to know who's like with who, like mm-hmm. that's human nature. These people are like <clears throat> celebrities to a point, And at least in our circle, they're celebrities. Sure. Yeah. I think it's natural to want to like peer into their lives. Like in a, in the sense that, like, you want to know what's going on. Like but that first time you found out that CM Punk was dating AJ Lee, or the yeah. first time you found out John Cena is dating Nikki Bella. I don't or- want to go so far as to say people are wrong for being interested in what's going on. Like, I think it's a natural thing to be like, sure. oh, that happened. Oh, I want to know what happened. But don't but invade their privacy. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a different. That's the thing. cutoff. Point. That's a different thing. Yeah. You can think about it all you want. Yeah. But once you do that, that's where it's. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Like I didn't see Raw because you know work has been kicking me in the dick all a couple of weeks. But uh, did you get a good photo of that? And what no, it's looking like? that's that's the one I'm gonna go that's with. The, that. That's the you know the before that's and the, the after. That's the money shot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, but I heard like <laughs> I heard like I think I heard Xavier handled it pretty well as far as like yes. So good for that dude, right? Well, okay. Here it is. the The WWE has come out and. Um, from what, from my understanding, since you have been out of the loop, there was a closed door meeting. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, what are we going to do about this? No ramifications. It's. Right. I mean, it happened, happened to Seth Rollins. It happened to uh, yes. Tom Phillips. Yeah. It happened to fucking everybody's Tom getting popped. Well, he was the the guy. I'm gonna say that. Like stuff, the screen grab of face. him saying he's going to fuck that chick's face, and then she found out he was engaged, and she got uh, mad. Oh well, there's like no pics. Anyways, it is a picture of him saying he's going to like. Face fuck the chick. I mean, that's and it's pretty related. Anyways, the the situation is that there will be no ramifications. As to, to exactly, be. exactly. It was like you said. It was consenting adults. You know, it's and that's business. that was their business that someone interjected in yeah. and des- decided to share with the masses uh, against their consent. So, Paige is okay. Uh, Xavier's okay. I'm guessing. You know, Brad probably didn't give a fuck. Yeah. He probably got congratulations from a bunch of people he yeah. didn't even know. Um, anyways, that uh, that was one of those things where it was like, wow, I didn't know Paige and Brad Maddox were a couple. Yeah, I didn't either. But now here. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it's wrong to be like, oh, I, I'm interested to know that thing about people. You know? Yeah. What do you think Del Rio thinks? Well, and see, that's the thing. <clears throat> this was years back. You know, obviously this is when they were all in developmental together. Yeah. Um. So you can't really bring Del Rio into the situation and be like, oh, you're, you know, this is happening. Well, no, this is not happening. This has happened. Yeah. It was in the past. And odds are, she probably told him, or he probably knew, being in the business, that there are couples within the company. I mean, look, a bunch of hard-bodied dudes and ladies living together in close quarters, you know they were hitting. Come on, like somebody's <laughs> yeah. hitting it with somebody, right? Yeah. Like, who cares? I mean, that's this is not even the issue of what we're talking. The, right. pe- people have sex. Fucking get used to it. Yeah. You probably would like 
you know, you're either having sex or would like to have sex someday. So <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Really. Yeah. So it's just the, the, the wrong is it's not that someone took photos. Now, if someone were standing outside their bedroom taking yeah, photos, that's wrong. Yeah. If they, you know, but if they took it themselves, that's their own business. Yeah. The wrong is that someone went against their consent and shared it. Yeah. Um, so it sucks that it happened. The only thing that they can do is try and raise themselves up from the situation. Which is, I'm interested. I know that we're not in Raw, but I would like to hear, was it, it just off the cuff's comment? It was, Xavier? well, what it was for, for Raw, they did a pre-taped segment backstage. So they didn't come out to the crowd right? Uh, because the crowd was being rowdy. Like they were chanting, we Where want they? Paige. They, I think they were in Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, so they were doing all kinds of crazy chants and stuff. Right. Um, so they did a, uh, a backstage segment and it started with Xavier in the middle, arms crossed. Like all the guys had their arms crossed, but Xavier, uh, not Xavier, uh, Biggie and Kofi are kind of like looking to the side, side zone. Item. Yeah, like, hmm... And then uh, Big E goes, well, would you like to say anything? <laughs> and Xavier just goes, WrestleMania, and then goes right into his promo. So it was it was very quickly done. There was a video that was released uh, like the day after uh, everything. The, the news broke about the page and Brad Maddox and uh, Xavier. And uh, it was at an award show, mm-hmm. and he was presenting with someone. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, the, the digital world is great for things, and uh, it's great for video games and movies and all this and uh, deleting your Twitter account. Like he made he made a little jab that right. you know if people watch it you understand the reference. But you know anyway, good, good for that dude for being able to handle it so well. You know, yeah, like. and there was also uh, a lot of controversy uh, surrounding the fact that Xavier was in one of those videos because it was like, oh, he's recently married. What's the timeline for when he was dating? His now wife. His to, business is the timeline, not yours. Yeah, I mean that's that's his business. Yeah. That's his own personal issues. Um, but I mean, like I said, it sucks that it happens. It really does. I don't want to see anyone's privacy invaded. No. And, and, and what I what I am afraid of. Apparently, like, I mean, we all know all the shit that's been going on with Del Rio and Paige. My. Mm-hmm. I would I would hope people are not gonna like lump this in as like some of like Paige's like erratic and crazy behavior as yeah. of that's that's completely different than some like, people what's are going gonna on. Lump well that what stuff. I but I but that's what I'm saying I would hope that our listeners are gonna and not try to lump that in as like crazy irresponsible behavior that is a completely different thing than what yeah. this other stuff is <laughs> I was just I mean that that kind of information could have leaked at any time right. Uh, it could have leaked two years from now. It could have happened months ago. Yeah. You know, it's it's how you move on from it. It was something that happened in the past that I'm sure that they wish they had deleted. Uh, Delete. So. I mean, maybe not. Maybe like. Yeah. Maybe they're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm a freak. So what? Yeah. I got laid. You didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, they're all adults. That's yeah. Consenting adults. That's all the matter. You're just jealous. The, the only thing that I'm really hoping is that no one holds this over their heads yeah. going forward. Because I think it, it's hard. It would be hard because it's happened to too many of them. I, I think you'd be like, yeah. Look at Seth Rollins. Look at you know. yeah. And I think that's it's one of those things where you know, like you said, it's it's been happening a lot lately. 
and hopefully everyone just kind of takes a page. Bad point. Takes a page. Takes a lesson, learns a lesson, and um, takes a page out of Paige's book. Sure, and uh, and learns how to better protect themselves from cyber attacks. Or you know maybe just quit digging in people's shit. Yeah. Well, people are naturally going to do that. Regardless, unfortunately, it happens. There are hackers out there who that's their sole purpose. I was like, oh, well, let's see what celebrities I can find today. I just, mm, I don't like it. I don't know. But anywho, that's uh, that's the 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 big news that broke over the uh over the week. So I figured we would talk about it a little bit. Um, you know, like I said, it's a it it sucks that it happens. I hope that they can they can move on and uh not let this hinder their career too much uh, going forward. So now let's move into uh, Tyler, move over to Tyler to talk some impact. Well, correct. Yeah. I wanted to follow up uh, from last week and see if it's a continuation of last week, if they are doing the same shit or same old shit. Um, I have to say they're not doing the same old shit. Yeah. Um, Is it an improvement? Yeah, they didn't. I mean, from like the, the the stuff we were bashing on, I don't know if you say bashing or just reporting on. Yeah, bashing is pretty fair. Okay, <laughs> we uh, were we were critical. Yeah, I mean, they did not. Was it constructive? They didn't no. say like you know name drops or say a lot of stuff about WWE. And I don't know if it was just the feedback, but Josh Matthews and you know JB were not like at each other's throat like through the whole toned down a bit. It, it was it way wasn't live tight. though, right? It had to have been taped as well, right? I don't know. I'm not for sure. But they they were not. I mean, you could see that Josh was still playing the Hill thing, but they were talking to each other, mm. you know, about the matches and different things and information and stuff. Like last week, they did not do that. It Just was like, it was the like they would argue, and then one would stop talking, and the other one would talk to Pope. The, that one would stop talking, and the other one would talk to Pope. They would <laughs> not talk to each other unless they were arguing. This week, they were all getting along. Pope, will you tell Josh Matthews that? He's overrated. So, um, yeah. Uh, so we start off with. It'd be uh, like us trying to do a podcast, but only I will speak to Daniel and only you will speak to Daniel. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, we wouldn't speak to each other. Yeah. Don't unless, talk to him. Unless we, Don't like, talk we to start him. arguing and stuff and Stop you talking have to, to calm us down. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, so they start off with the controversy from last week about Del Rio or. El Patron mm-hmm. winning the title. <coughs> so the Dell thing was just a typo? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Pritchard was like, you know what you did. And, and, and El Patron is still playing the, like, he know what he, he, you know, he did and stuff like that. And I don't know. He's supposed to be the face, but he was doing hillish things. And But he, he gave up the title. And he goes, yeah, well, I want, you got to promise me a title shot because he's talking to Scott Demore. Um... <coughs> Pritchard I can't even talk <laughs> and Zeb Coulter uh, <laughs> was he going by Zeb Coulter on no, 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 no dirty Dutch um, Oven. so they were like well we cannot give you that uh, there's only one person that can give you that and you gotta talk to Bobby Lashley I was like well so you're not the the guys ahead of anything you can't give out the <laughs> whatever don't so. talk to us the people in charge talk to the champion hope yes. they didn't try to make any matches later <laughs> <laughs> so he was like okay well you know what I'm gonna go out and tell uh, Bobby Lashley I don't want a match he's like you're gonna give me a match 
So uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so he goes out there. He's talking. EC3 comes out. They go back and did forth. They, did he ignore him again? <laughs> no. Oh. But he kept on, kept on trying to go. You know, round him up. And he's like, you know what? He's trying to piss him off and stuff because he wanted a match with him. He goes, no, you have to earn your spot. That's what EC3 was telling him. He goes, no. He goes, I'm gonna have a match with Lashley. And stuff. He kept on walking away, and EC3 kept on saying stuff. <laughs> so he's trying to ignore him. Yeah, and he goes. He said something that pissed him off. I forgot. <clears throat> Del Rio got in the ring and goes, "I want to fight the big dog, not a little bitch like you." Oh! Oh! So EC3 was the one who threw the first punch at him, and they start brawling and stuff like that. Blah blah blah. Later on, they're gonna have a match. Uh, let me see. <clears throat> so okay, um, Impact is teaming up with other organizations like AAA and Noah, and there's another organization in Mexico. I forgot what it's called. Well, you remember when we went to see? Um, why can't I think of? Uh, why am I blanking? Um, holy moly! What was one with the Houston to see um, Lucha Underground? Lucha, why can't I think Lucha Underground? You remember Shame that guy it. that we were like, who is this guy? That young guy? We we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And oh, I made up yeah. a name for him. That's mm-hmm. Garza Jr. Nice. Him and Laredo Kid, that's part of that organization I cannot remember. Um, Lucha Underground. No, another <laughs> one in Mexico. So they're bringing lots of new tag teams in and stuff, and they fought Eli Drake and uh, Tyrus. And um, so it was uh, pretty interesting because they won. And I know last week, they. Uh, Laredo Kid and uh, okay. Garza Jr. Because last week, when uh, was it DCC, when they fought Reno Scum, Reno Scum won because they look like they are promoting the new tag teams that are coming in here hmm. and the stuff over the old, you know, older ones. They won. <clears throat> They were showing a package because I'm still not familiar with like certain people and their past. Like I knew about Eli Drake, don't know too much about. No, we all know Tyrus. They look like they were fighting and all that stuff, but they they lost. So we go on to the um, <coughs> next thing. Keep on coughing. Uh, crash Lucha Libre was the crash. That was it. The uh, other partner you're trying to think of. Um. So Brandy Rhodes is going to have her first match with uh, a new girl named Casey Quinn, but that did not happen because Cody came out and said this was not going to happen. They walked away. He still wants to fight Moose. Uh, so they were showing that uh, the video packages of Moose, um, Storm, and Eddie Edwards um, in Japan for Noah and stuff, and they're. Pre- they're promoting the partnership and stuff like that. Uh, so Moose was really in Japan. <clears throat> um, so then after that, it was EC3 versus El Patron. Uh, El Patron wins. Uh, EC3. He did not, you know, jump Patron at the end or anything like that. He was about to get a chair and hit him. Right mm-hmm. before the, um, he tapped out, but it did not work out. Um, let's see what else. Oh, they brought Suicide back. 
Uh, As suicide, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who suicide is this time. <clears throat> it was a four-way. Uh, suicide versus Andrew Everett versus Braxton Sutter and Trevor Lee. Uh, for the X Division title. Who has the X Division? Oh, Trevor Lee does. <coughs> um, <coughs> Trevor Lee retains his title. You need uh, to go get some water? <laughs> I can't stop coughing, man. So, they... Oh, yeah, there was another uh, backstage segment between everyone. Um, Like, Pritchard... Uh, I say Bruce Pritchard. And the other guys. Zeb Coulter and... Uh, What's the other guy's name? I keep on. I just said his name. Dutch? Scott Demore. Scott Demore. So they were saying, "Oh, what are we gonna do about the tag apparently, team titles?" Apparently, Caleb Conley is the new suicide. Uh, okay. Um, who's that? You saw him wrestle for Evolve at WrestleMania in New Orleans. He was the guy who also took our money at the high spots thing. He worked. Who did he wrestle? He was part of Premier Athlete, <coughs> athlete Brand. And evolve with Tony Nice and uh, Beretta. Okay. He's the other guy. I don't remember him. The name sounds familiar, but you've don't. seen him. You know who he is. You've seen him. Um. So they're talking about the tag team titles because Decay has it. And they don't know what happened and stuff. And Scott Demore is like, "Well, I talked to him. They said that he wrestled AR Fox that weekend, and he was in a tag match." I have to see his face. I mean, the name sounds really familiar. Um, so he goes, well, they told me that Vanguard went down. They pinned they pinned um, the champions. They didn't, they didn't say their name. They're not saying the Hardys at all. Right. They pinned them in one, two, three, and they were like, no, nah, we can't go by that. So that's that was the only hint that they dropped. So he goes, the only thing we can agree on is we don't know what happened. Because I have a plan what we're going to do. So, Okay. All the tag teams, because they were saying they're going to have like... So they're going to vacate the titles and have a tournament? Yeah, have a tournament. Yeah. They're all going to fight each other. But what's so weird is like all the... Um, thank you so much for the water. Um, I'm about to cough again. <clears throat> um, I swear all of the... What a guy. I was just going to yeah. sit here and let him struggle through this. <laughs> yeah. All the tag this teams... This is his time. We're going to let him suffer. I swear all the tag teams in here are heels. I think they are. Decay or Hills. I thought Reno Scum was Hills. I'm not for sure. Um, I thought Garza Garza Jr. is a Hill, but I don't know about Laredo Kid. Um, And guess who's back in Impact Wrestling? Eric Young? LAX. Oh, yeah. That was my next guess. But it's just, it's Conan, Homicide, and like three other people. I don't know who the hell they are. New Stars. Um, so at the end, they all came out. Like LX was the last people that came out, and they jumped everyone and kicked their butt. So I don't know. I I don't know if I'm really interested in that whole tournament thing. But um, I don't know too much about Reno Scum, and I know that all they say is oi oi oi. But um, I don't know. People out there may may be more familiar than I am. But um, we'll see how it goes. And that's that's about it. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about Raw and SmackDown as uh, we get ever closer to WrestleMania. In fact, next week will be our big WrestleMania prediction show. Kind of crept up on me. <coughs> um, excuse me. We, uh, we kick Raw off. Mick Foley officially fired. Um, 
Stephanie McMahon was none too pleased. McFoley was none too pleased that he was given cue cards that he had to read before going out to the crowd and uh, was essentially fired. Sami Zayn came out saying, hey, Stephanie, you're a not nice person. And I just wanted to let you know that. So she's put in a match with, he's put in a match with Samoa Joe. Um, they had they had a, a really solid matchup. It was enjoyable. Uh, uh, Samoa Joe gets the win, as expected. Um, McFoley was before before the match took place. McFoley was saying, "Hey, come on, just don't don't do anything that's going to get you in trouble." So, uh, but Samoa Joe does end up getting the victory. Are we seeing? Joe and Owens act more as a unit, or they just are a had, little bit had some tag matches. A little bit, they're you can tell bit. that they're they're affiliated. Yeah, because they had the the highlight reel with Chris Jericho uh, later on in the night, and Jericho, which it was a great promo by Jericho. He showed uh, a picture of Chris uh, of Kevin Owens in a Y two J shirt. Whenever he was like 14 mm-hmm. and he had his arms out and his head was down doing the pose. And they were like, yeah, that's him in the bedroom. And look, there's a there's a Chris Jericho poster right there above his head. Um, and then he was like, here's something else uh, you might not know about Kevin Owens. When he first started in the WWE, he wasn't this, I don't care what people think about me. He was this. And, he, and it pulls up a, a Twitter DM between Owens and Jericho whenever he first got hired on and he was like hey do you have any like helpful hints or anything you were my biggest hero growing up like personal information mm-hmm. uh, so it was I mean it was really well done Owens um, attacked after Samoa Joe came out Samoa Joe walked out he didn't have his music playing uh, and Jericho was looking at him as Joe started to walk down the ramp and then uh, Owens snuck up from behind and attacked him Delivered the uh, the power bomb, and then uh, in heelish form, he then did the Jericho pose. Um, so I, I thought it was really well done. There were some highs and there were some lows of this raw. Um, one of the things they had they had a they had just some trainer um, who works for the WWE saying, "Oh, no doctor's ever going to clear Seth Rollins in time for WrestleMania." So we all know how that's going to turn out. Um, Charlotte Flair and Dana Brooke, their big blow-off match lasted all of about two minutes. Uh, Charlotte gets the win. Um, Brian Kendrick defeated TJ Perkins. Nothing really going on from there. The crowd was kind of uh, crowd was kind of dead for it because at the end Kendrick was he was Talking trying about that manic man. <laughs> manic. He was he was trying to cut a promo, but he was stuttering and. Uh, he was trying to say Akira Tozawa. It was like Takira Ozawa. Or Wait, who, who's the Kendrick? Kendrick. Okay. Yeah, he was trying to cut uh, cut a promo, and uh, he was purposely what? fucking up his name. No, no, no. Like he was short winded, and uh, right. so then he was like, "Oh, uh, by the way, you're probably wondering where Akira is right now. He's not here because I found this." Opens up coat pocket. Struggle, struggle, struggle. Pulls out a passport. It just says Japan passport on it. <laughs> He's like, oh, you can't just leave this lying around, Akira. So that was the next lesson. Don't leave things where they shouldn't be. Um, Nia Jax goes up against Bailey. The crowd completely didn't care about this matchup. Um, I mean, they were doing the wave. They're doing the silly chants and all that. It was a no disqualification match where the stipulation is if Nia Jax wins, she gets put into the 
the match at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So, of course, she won. So now we have a fatal four-way uh, between Bailey, Nia Jax, Charlotte, and Sasha Banks. Uh, Triple H cut a promo that was probably about five, ten minutes, and it was probably seven minutes too long for them to get to the point where it was, Seth Rollins is hurt uh, because he cares what this crowd thinks. I don't care what this crowd thinks. Fight me, Seth Rollins. Prove to these people that you are who you say you are, and okay. I'll I'll write up the paperwork, and it can be uh, no, however no. they're wording it, basically a non-sanctioned match. Uh, I'll come up with the paperwork and you be a man and fight me. So that was dumb. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus were man, man. approached by Stephanie backstage because they <laughs> thanked Mick Foley for getting them together as a tag team. Hey, thanks for believing in us. So later on in the night, Stephanie came up and was like, oh, you think you can just coast on into WrestleMania, huh? And they're like, well, we do have a matchup. And no, you're going to have to earn it. in a four-on-two handicap match against... Um, Gallows, Anderson, Enzo, and Cass, which is an odd pairing. Um, this matchup lasted about two minutes. The Enzo and Cass promo lasted about four. And uh, it was, I forgot, I kind of tuned it. I tuned out because I didn't really have any interest in the match. And then it ended so quickly. I was like, what just happened? Like Enzo and Cass were on the outside, like on, on the ground, standing on the ground. And then, uh, Gallows and Anderson got taken out. So uh, it's still a triple threat match. We got to see Austin Aries defeat Tony Nice. The uh, the final matchup, the main event, Ron uh, Bron- Ron, <laughs> Ron Strowman, uh, Roman Reigns, Ron Burgundy, yes, versus Braun Strowman. Um, these guys had another solid. Tell me, tell me they didn't have a finish to this match. They did not. Of course, of course not. Um, the matchup was was going well. It was a solid matchup. Um, lights go out, or you know, Roman's getting ready f- for the spear. Gong, lights go out, lights come back on. Undertaker standing in the middle of the ring. Um, Braun's like on a knee in the corner. Roman's on the other corner. Undertaker's looking at Roman. Turns around, choke slams Braun, which was weird. What did Braun do? Huh. What did Braun do to deserve that? That's the that's the question, because uh, okay, that's interesting. Yes, it's very interesting because he did give him the ring the last time the Undertaker came in. He was like, okay, you know, I'll let you, I'll let you take care of your business. Um, so he choke slammed him, and fans, I, I saw comments where people were like, oh, that hurt the Undertaker, like he it he tore something. But no, if you go back and rewatch it, he was more like of a. Oh shit! I forgot about Roman. Turns around, eats a spear. Um, so Roman ends up oh, standing so tall. It's basically just a way for him, like Roman, to, to get over in the segment on him. Yes, it doesn't mean that they're trying to add him to the match or anything, right? No. Okay. No, no, no. That would be weird if they did. Well, triple threat match. You had piqued my interest whenever you said that he turned and gave one to to Strowman. Yeah, I mean it was it was all just to set up for the spear, (coughs) which I think they could have done that a different way. Yeah, like maybe have Braun grab the shoulder of Undertaker, spin him around. Undertaker then choke slams him, but it was the fact that he consciously said, "No, I'm going to turn my eyes away from you to deliver a choke slam to Braun, who has not posed any threat to me at this moment." Choke slam. Oh, you know Braun oh crap, would have I forgot about Roman. Undertaker. Yeah, and then he eats a spear. You know Braun would have attacked the Undertaker? 
He didn't last time. But anyways. He didn't. He did not. He backed out. So, uh, who knows? Maybe it'll be like the Royal Rumble where Braun comes out and costs The Undertaker the matchup this time. Who knows? Um, SmackDown had some really good matches, as is tradition at this point. Um, The Usos went up against American Alpha, and the crowd was eating it up. I mean, it was... They won the belts. Huh? They won the belts. They did. The Usos are the new tag team champions over on SmackDown. I mean, they would have had... They they have not been doing anything with American Alpha. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel I mean, bad I for American Alpha yeah. because they are one of the most talented teams on the entire roster for WWE. Yet they they had like no shot for for this title reign. Um, the Usos they at least they started cutting promos and uh, they put on an entertaining matchup. They got the crowd worked up and uh, it was a good match. Um, you know. I don't know what else I can say about it. It was a good match. Um, Usos are the new tag team champions, so that could possibly set up for a rematch taking place at WrestleMania. I don't know yet because there's already like 12 matches on the card. I'm sure they're going to shorten some of those by throwing it onto the network on the pre-show. It's going to be like seven hours. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we already know it's going to be at least four hours, the show itself. They'll probably be the two-hour pre-show, so we are probably looking at six hours. We're going to have a six-hour WrestleMania party. That's <laughs> <laughs> early. We can play Breath of the Wild. Come on over. <laughs> you have to come over sooner than that. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely cool. Uh, we got to see a Total Bellas parody where... I saw a video of this. Did you? Oh, man. it was The first one was really funny. Well, I saw a video of most of it, I think. I, I think it cuts some of it off. They might have. Um where Maurice was playing both Nikki and Brie. Yeah, I didn't see that. <laughs> I saw um, Ms. Asina and mm-hmm. Maurice as Nikki, but not as Brie. Yeah, she did. She did as uh, as Brie as well. I saw like they were like in the house and like he was doing like that breaks rule, blah blah blah. Of- That's how the first segment was okay. as well. Uh, it was like, well, you know, you're breaking rule number twenty three and blah blah blah. blah. He kept doing like. Uh, Maybe he maybe he is gonna fucking propose to her because didn't they they did the couple of I'm gonna give you yes. the diamond I'm gonna give you the whatever. I'd like to pop the question oh I'm gonna tie the knot oh I'd like to you know yeah um <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny from what you saw. I liked what I saw of it. yeah I didn't I don't think I saw the whole thing then. it was it was campy humor but it worked I thought it was it was you can't see me it was a good parody <clears throat> and uh. Man, Maurice with Maurice's black hair. like accent is so thick that it sounds <laughs> funny when she's like. Yes. What's so weird is sometimes it does, her accent's not thick, and sometimes it is. Hmm. <clears throat> well, it, they had one part where, uh, like I said, she was also playing Brie, and they were sp- they were having a conversation back and forth, mm-hmm. and then Nikki's or Marie says Nikki says something, and then Brie just goes. Braymon, <laughs> just out of nowhere. So I'll have to see if I can find that clip. Which is and send pretty it accurate to, you. to how Braymon, quote unquote, happens. Yeah, yeah, nothing happens. They say something and then nothing happens. Yeah, and then uh, John Cena reads off some rules. Um, so that was good. Another pretty solid matchup, which was a uh, a first of its kind: Randy Orton <laughs> versus Baron Corbin. This matchup ends after a, a distraction from Dean Ambrose, who was on a uh, on a forklift. And uh, Randy Orton Check ends up getting the win. Forklift. 
uh, after the matchup. No way Ambrose has a CDL or whatever the <laughs> fuck you need. For no, no, no. There was someone driving it for him. Uh, yeah. Which was, was funny. On the forks? Was it on the forks? <clears throat> yeah, they put down like a platform for him to stand on. You're not supposed to stand on that. Well, he was hey, holding on to something. license you have to have for a forklift? Is it forklift not, it's not license. CDL. It's, it's something, right? It's just, well, for me, it's just called a forklift license. Hmm. It's not CDL. CDL is for... Like the um, big drugs, huh? Yeah. Good to know. Um, yeah, and uh, and then after the matchup, uh, Ambrose came down. I was like, oh, you want to challenge me for a matchup at WrestleMania? You got it. Dirty deeds. So kick him when he's, he's down. Nuts. Um, then we got to see Randy Orton backstage in an interview. She was being uh, He was being interviewed by uh, Renee. The lights started flickering. Renee's like, all right, I'm out of here. Screw this interview. Um, the lights go out. All of a sudden, the lights pop back on, and there's dozens of people standing behind him in the Eric Rowan jumpsuit with the the sheet mask on and uh it was straight out of uh the Arkham Arkham Knight um <coughs> series where he's fighting like the Joker after Joker after yeah. Joker it was like that he was trying to fight him off they ended up getting the upper hand they pin him up against the wall Bray Wyatt comes out with a shovel and it's got a big red x on it and puts it you know like leans it on his head and um is Saying, you know, you th- you thought that by burning Sister Abigail, you would get rid of my biggest weakness, but it actually ended up becoming my greatest strength. So, so is Rowan back? No, uh, he did not make an appearance, but it was like it was the similar jumpsuit right. uh, style um, and the sheep mask. But um, you know, Brace suspect started. that he'll like return at Mania to maybe. Mm, Seems like uh, I could see it. I could see that happening, what if anything, to cause a doing? distraction. Like, okay. So how did he had in, he got injured? That's why he yes. left. Okay. Yeah. And they put it Luke. So yes. and Luke actually had a uh, a segment where he's challenging Bray Wyatt to a match next week on SmackDown. So the final SmackDown the before whole he, yeah. world yep. in my hands. That's what he's saying. That's what uh, Bray Wyatt saying to Randy Orton. I got a box of popcorn box in of popcorn. my hands. It's popcorn. Um, after that, we saw John Cena, a.k.a. Lance Catamaran, going up Lance against Fandango, Catamaran. a.k.a. Ch- Cheddarfield. Uh, this was a like minute and a half Man, matchup. What was the names for like in TNA? You remember when like Booker T was on commentary and like Kevin Nash, it was... Uh, Chip or something? Chip something and Black Thunder. Black Snow. Thunder and Chip Snow. Man, that was funny shit there with the, those <laughs> names. Um, but yeah, this was uh, this was a quick matchup. Uh, Tyler Breeze came out dressed as Nikki Bella, so apparently everyone's taking shots. Um, <laughs> I was surprised that they gave Fandango some uh, some mic time, and uh, he wrote some tickets for John Cena based on his attire, because they are the fashion police after all. Um, then Nikki came down and speared Tyler Breeze and delivered her finishing maneuver while John Cena delivered the AA in the middle of the ring. And then they both they made Breezango tap out. Chet Lemon and Black Snow. That was it. Chet Lemon and Black Chet Lemon. Um, there was a matchup between Becky Lynch and Carmella. It got started. Then Natalia attacked. Then Mickey James came out. Then Alexa Bliss. They all brawled. Um, and Alexa Bliss was left standing tall. Then we saw the second Tota Bellas parody. Um, 
throughout the night, AJ Styles had been waiting for uh, Shane McMahon beat that ass um, to show up. So he was waiting in the in the parking garage. He almost got the jump on someone, but it was Rhino and Heath Slater. They got out of their car and they're, "Hey, what's up, AJ?" Um, oh, buddy. Then all of a sudden, Shane McMahon comes out to the ring. And he was like, hey, if anyone wants talk, to tell... Talk about that pelvis Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and uh, Shane was like, hey, if anyone wants to tell AJ that I'm here, feel free to. And so Renee Young informed him. He walked out. They confronted one another. Shane did his lovely punching style jab, thing. Jab, 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 jab. He was sporting a big old black eye, too, Shiner. I guess, from the, the windshield. Uh, that or maybe he's just a, a flush <laughs> forearm or something. Anyways, so they uh, they brawled to the outside. Shane got the upper hand, did the leap off the top rope through the announce table to, to close the show. That's a spot. That's a spot. So why save it for Mania? You can have it on SmackDown. Um, for Hot Topics, the, bla- uh, bleh, the, what? the, the black- Bad Blood pay-per-view uh, is going to be returning... On July 9th. So, Which brand? Uh, I don't know yet. Raw. Maybe. Or perhaps SmackDown. No, because they're blue. Well, you never know. Anywho, that's Any, all I got. Blood is blue until it's exposed to... Oxygen. Yes. Boom. There you go. You just got learned. Woo! Look at Doug getting all scientific. Doug. Uh, anything you guys want to talk about before we wrap things up? Nah. Nah? Um, play Breath of the Wild. All right. That's going to do it for us this week. So make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube channel, WS Video, also our Facebook page, WS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Also, I wrote a bear in Breath of the Wild, so go do that. Okay, you can follow us on Stitcher Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us and write a bear. Bear. Um, yeah, the podcast is on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel's at WNS <coughs> underscore Daniel, and Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm a bear, and I wrote a bear. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm leaving you here. Yeah. You got to get a different ride home. No. I'm Doug. And we will catch you all next week.